Five on five in five. It is Thursday, October the 19th. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast. No Fletcher, no Kelly. It is all me, just me, Stephen Albritton for today. And uh, we thank you for joining us. So let's jump right into it. Weather first for meteorologist Randy Rico. We are currently waiting on the rain, recording the podcast at about 8 o'clock here on your Thursday. Rain is expected to come in waves on this Thursday between 10 and 12. Uh, the first rain should start heading in, then a second batch into the evening, and then late at night as well. And this rain is one of those fronts that's going to keep bringing the rain in throughout the rest of your Friday and then into parts of Saturday as well. But then we get the drop off in temperatures going into Sunday and into the early part of next week. So if you have plans um, during the evening time this Thursday, uh, you know, practices, whatever it might be, kids pick up, you might be fighting some rains and uh, uh, on your evening commute as well. So just be careful, be aware, and just kind of know what's coming up and what's ahead. And of course, Randy and the rest of our weather team here at WLWT will keep you updated on when the rain is supposed to hit and how hard it's supposed to be, but it's not supposed to be any kind of downpour that drowns everything out, but you just need to know that you're going to be seeing some rain more than likely. All right, time to get to our headlines. Five on five in five. You all know the rules. Five stories on Channel 5 in five minutes. The clock has started. And of course, we're starting with the Israel-Hamas war. In the Middle East, President Joe Biden is set to deliver a primetime address tonight to discuss the ongoing conflict in Israel and the latest from the war in Ukraine as well. That is expected at 8 p.m. And of course, we'll bring that to you live on WLWT as it happens. Humanitarian aid could arrive in Gaza as earlier as tomorrow on Friday. It'll be the first relief for hundreds of thousands of people who've been trapped there since uh, Gaza went under siege by Israel 10 days ago. Uh, President Biden brokered an agreement between uh, Egypt and Israel to get a crossing open and about 20 trucks will be let in at first, but that crossing will only remain open if Hamas does not uh, take that aid or attack that aid. So we will see what happens there. And then we do have a, a local connection to those hostages that are still being held. Jeter McGee did a fantastic story. He spoke to a local man whose sister-in-law is a hostage of Hamas. Uh, she was at a music festival when that attack initially happened a couple weeks back. And a family member found a video of her on TikTok hiding but she was eventually found by those attackers while um, uh, trying to get away and trying to stay safe. So they have not heard from her from an initial phone call that morning when everything started happening. So they hope for her and pray uh, for her safe return. Also, there have been protests in the capital supporting uh, Palestine and arrests have been made as uh, those people um, fight for freedom of Palestine. And that's a story, of course, we'll stay on top of as it continues to develop. Up next, a Cincy firefighter is getting his job back, Lieutenant Brandon Freeman, 25-year vet of the force. Well, he was accused about nine months ago of throwing a woman by the neck into a wall and cleaning blood up from the scene. Well, after months and months of investigation, he was acquitted by a judge on all charges, including assault and obstructing official business. Of course, you can imagine he was relieved by the verdict and he will be going back to work today. As far as legal actions against the city, they have not ruled those out, but the city uh, has not commented on that ruling. But Lieutenant Brandon Freeman will be back in uniform today and back at the firehouse working for Cincinnati FD.
Our next story, a scary moment happening in northern Kentucky. The Florence Police Department arrested a juvenile boy after he was accused of bringing a gun to school before causing a multi-car crash. Somebody called 911 to report the gun at Boone County High School in the parking lot. This happened yesterday afternoon. But when officers arrived, they saw the suspect take off. But before they could catch him, he got into a crash with two other cars at Ewing Boulevard in Kentucky 18. One person did have minor injuries. Police did arrest that suspect at the crash site, and he's facing uh, nine charges, including unlawful possession of a weapon on school property, menacing, and assault. Florence police say that he's not a Boone County High School student. For our next story, we're going to Indiana. The Delphi murders a case everybody's been following for years now, really. Well, the man accused of murdering those two Indiana teens, he will appear in court today on this Thursday, but for the first time, cameras will be allowed in the courtroom. So Richard Allen is facing two counts of murder and the 2017 deaths of Abby Williams and Libby German. He's expected in a Fort Wayne court today for a status hearing, and the judge in the case says she's going to allow cameras in the court to, quote, partially protect Allen's constitutional right for due process. The judge says one or two cameras will be allowed to record video, but there won't be any still photography and other recordings uh, will not be allowed as well. But we'll be watching uh, that court case as it happens. And once we get our hands on this video and any updates in that case, we'll, of course, bring them to you on air and, of course, online at WLWT.com. And our final story for this Thursday, still no speaker in the House of Representatives. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan lost a second ballot, and he's going to continue fighting for a third vote to give him the gavel and to become the second in line for the presidency as Speaker of the House. But with no speaker, government is at a standstill. Breaking down the numbers, in Jordan's first ballot, he lost 20 votes. He could only afford to lose four, reaching that magical 217 number on the second ballot he lost 22 votes so more people not supporting him democrats once again held strong with all 212 of their votes going to hakeem jeffries he's the minority leader there but is right now there are talks to give the speaker pro temp a represent a representative out of north carolina more power so that the government can function because there are some big deadlines on the horizon the government shut down another one could be coming in about 30 days, the government running out of money if a deal is not made. Also, the president will be requesting more aid for Ukraine and more aid for the Israel and Gaza war uh, to keep aiding the people in need there. So another day without a House speaker. I don't I don't think any vote is scheduled at this moment, but we do know eventually they will be having more votes to see who they nominate, who steps forward to see who will become the next speaker of the House of Representatives. But right now, both houses of Congress are at a standstill. Well, that is five on five in five. I hope you enjoyed it. Me solo. I might be solo again once once again tomorrow. We shall see. But uh, we'll see when Fletcher and Kelly get back. But I'm Stephen Albert. Thanks for listening to five on five in five. And we'll see you next time.